Good morning. You're listening to Get the Funk Out. I'm Janine, and this is KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Hope you're having a great start to your Monday. That was Jeff Buckley with The Last Goodbye. All right, kicking off the show is Ho Lin. He's a, an author who's just recently published an exquisite book of short stories called China Girl, and it was just released by Regent Press. And I'm going to uh, have him tell you all about it right now. Good morning. Hi, Jane. How are you doing? Good. Thanks for calling into the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. I was really intrigued by your book. I got some information on it, and I wanted to, before we get into it, uh, maybe you could tell the listeners how you got into becoming a writer. (laughs) Well, I think I wrote my first book when I was four. Uh, There were no (laughs) words, just pictures. Cute. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But it's it's always something I've been into since I was a kid. Um, For a long time now, I've been the editor of a uh, local literary journal here in San Francisco called Caveat Lecture, and I've been yeah, I saw going that. Going through writing programs. I'm sorry? I saw that. Sorry to interrupt. I, you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, the magazine was actually founded in 1989, uh, so it's been around a while. I actually joined up in 2001. Uh, I have a mutual friend who was one of the co-founders, so I basically came on board as a co-editor. So I basically look at all the uh, prose pieces and our submissions that we get for each issue. So we're web-based right now. But, um, yeah, it's been, it's been great. We've gotten a lot of submissions from all over the world. We've published people from as far off as uh, Pakistan, so wow. it's not just a liter- local literary magazine. Now, for any uh, aspiring writers or people that are in the trenches writing, uh, is it strictly fiction? Is it nonfiction? What, what are some details about it? Yeah, we publish a little bit of everything. Um, fiction, essays, poetry, um, since we're a website, we also sub, um, accept multimedia submissions, so videos and uh, music, Great. art, artwork. So yeah, we're, we're pretty much a full-service magazine. So I want to share with you, I don't know if you had a chance to check out my blog, but the name of the show is Get the Funk Out. And being a writer has so many ups and downs. And I notice you're a musician, you're a filmmaker, you're an author. How do you stay positive in a field that can be very challenging? <laughs> Uh, that's a big question. I think uh, for myself, uh, sometimes I kind of self-deprecatingly refer to myself as jack-of-all-trades, master of none. Um, yeah. I think for me, it's all about just finding a creative outlet for whatever energy you have at the moment. And I think kind of the nice thing about being involved in so many other different types of art is that if you find you're struggling with one thing, it often leads you to try something else, and maybe you, you get a good boost of energy doing that. So, music-wise, I'm, I'm part of a band. We're kind of on hiatus right now, but we've come out with a few albums called Camberwell Carrots. That's great. Um, certainly for filmmaking, that's kind of more of a professional job, to be mm-hmm. honest. Uh, I do a lot of freelance work, okay. filming theater productions and doing corporate videos, that sort of thing. I do indulge occasionally in the, in the short creative film. Yes, that's good. <laughs> but I... But I think for myself, um, I never was really discouraged. I just felt like there would come a time when the writing would start panning out and I would finally get something published, and uh, here we are. That's great. So let's get into this book. about. Um, let's talk about China Girl. How did you decide to write this? Uh, these are actually stories that I've accumulated over the past 15 years or so. Um, after I finished school, I lived in Asia for a few years, mostly China and Taiwan. Uh, some teaching work and some 
English editorial work. And up until that point in my life, I was into writing, but I didn't necessarily feel like I had something distinctive or interesting to write about. Um, but being in Asia and sort of being part of the excitement and the flow of being out there certainly gave me a lot of ideas for stories. So most of the stories in this collection have been inspired by Asia in some form or another. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also an American. I was born here in the States, grew up here. Uh, I grew up in upstate New York, which is about as non-Asian as you can get. Um, you mean, Excuse uh, me, you mean like Syracuse and Rochester and all that? Yeah, Albany? Albany, New York, yeah. Okay, yeah, freezing. <laughs> <laughs> not, not as bad as Syracuse and Rochester, I guess, but yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, I'm part of the West, I'm part of the East, uh, mm-hmm. certainly I still have a lot of family roots out the East, so I think a lot of these stories are informed by sort of that push-pull going on between West and East, whether it's the East being influenced by the West in some of the stories, or people in the West who maybe have histories in the East or, or are dealing with certain historical events from the East. So, I think in picking the stories for this collection, I think that was a common thread that was running through all of them. Now, I like the way you designed the book. It's, it's nine stories. Is that right? Yep, that's right. And is it easier to write a short story than come up with this whole, you know, journey of characters and character arcs and things like that? Uh, I like to think that there's uh, pros and cons to both. Um, certainly, I hope I have a few novels in me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do like the self-contained nature of a story. Um, I think somebody once said, it might have been even Stephen King, who said a short story is like a kiss in the dark from a stranger. Uh, mm-hmm. I do like sort of the, the surprise and the immediacy of something, such an experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm also very much a novel reader myself, and I do like being immersed in a world and staying there for a while. So I'm, I'm hoping I'll continue to get to do both moving forward. Do you want to talk a little bit about, uh, and by the way, if you're just tuning in, we're talking with author Ho Lin uh, about his debut. Is it your debut novel? Or, it's, I know debut it's, book? Yes, yeah. it is. Congratulations. That's fantastic. Oh. Oh, thank um, you. Debut novel called China Girl, just released from Regent Press. Do you want to talk about the process of writing this book? Yes. Yeah, so um, it's funny. Each story sort of comes from a different place. Um, some of them were actually written for the magazine that I'm an editor of, Caviar Lecture. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them were actually in response to a contest. Um, there's a couple short shorts in there that were actually part of my participation in the uh, NYC Midnight uh, Short Story Contest from a few years back. Okay, heard of that. Yeah. So um, they're really all from a different place, even though some of them are very connected thematically, I would say. Um, but in terms of putting the book together, um, I have to consider myself lucky. Uh, I've actually worked with my publisher, Regent Press, in the past. Um, my magazine, Caviar Lecter, actually has an imprint with them where we publish some other material. Um, and I kind of I like the idea that they were sort of a full-service organization in a way. They uh, Not only did they print the book, but they also took it on themselves to send out review copies. They got me all set up on Amazon, That's hardcover, great. softcover, ebook the whole nine yards. So um, I've actually been very happy about how it's all turned out so far. Did you ever think about making any of these short stories into short films? Um, it's funny you say that. Um, some of the stories are written in the form of, I call them film treatments. That's not 
might not technically be true. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but they are written in a sort of way where if you were a filmmaker, you could easily pick them up and say, okay, here are the characters, here's the way the story is laid out, and now we can do this film. Mm-hmm. So uh, certainly my filmmaking background does have an influence in a few of the stories in the collection. I would imagine as a filmmaker, uh, you're able to put those skills into your writing, you know, because you have a different perspective. Yeah, I, I think it's, it can be an advantage. It can also be a little bit dangerous. Um, oh, I the think overthinking? So <laughs> <laughs> Not so much the overthinking. Oh, I yeah. think film is such a heavy influence on our lives everywhere these days, just in terms of it being a visual medium. I think sometimes it's easy to, to forget that as a writer, you also have other tools to do things that you can't do in film. Um, so I'm always a little bit aware that when you're writing a story, you can present it like a film, you can describe things like a film, you can present it like a film, but then there's also things you can do that get away from the visual and more into, say, an internal state of a character that you can't do necessarily as well on film. And that uh, you'd be foolish not to take advantage of what you can do as an author and just sort of think of everything in terms of purely cinematic terms, I would say. Yeah. Are there specific things you would like the readers to take away from this book? Well, I hope, uh, I hope if, number one, I hope they find it entertaining. Um, it's a quite a wide range of stories. Some of the stories are very sort of straightforward. Uh, other stories are well, maybe a little bit more otherworldly, shall we say. Mm-hmm. But uh, I hope, if nothing else, they, they come away with a little taste of what it feels like to live in modern urban Asia and maybe get away from some of the stereotypes we might have come to associate with the region in the past. But also maybe hopefully come away thinking about some of the connections we have here in the West that have been influenced, uh, some of the things we have here in the West that have been influenced by Asia, just in terms not just the Asian-American population, but the way our sort of cultures are interacting um, and hopefully they'll just find the stories entertaining. Now, I'm asking this because I'm, you're, it seems like you do a lot of creative things, but do you have another book in mind, or do you need to take a breather? I'm actually working on uh, two books right now. Oh, wow. That's great. Do you want to share? Uh, next, yeah, I just took a little trip to Shanghai a few months ago to do some research for my next book, which will hopefully be a novel. Okay. Um, it's kind of inspired by one of the stories in this current collection called Ghost Wife. It's about this old Chinese tradition of when a son in a rich family dies, the family doesn't want the son to go alone into the afterworld. So what they do is they find a, a woman of marriageable age, and they bring her into the family, and they basically marry her to the dead son. So wow. the... Uh, the advantage of that situation, of course, is that the woman gets to live in the family. She gets to be well off the rest of her life. Uh, the downside is you're basically married to a dead person the rest of your life, and <laughs> there's no getting out of it. Okay, creepy. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a story in this China Girl collection that touches on that, um, and I want to do something a little bit more with it, uh, sort of expand on the story a little bit. So that's kind of been the inspiration for this new novel I'm working on. Okay. Uh, the other project is my mom actually passed recently, but she was oh. a uh, she was a writer of letters and she did a lot of travel logs, and she has a really fascinating personal history herself. Uh, she wrote a book a couple of decades back about the changing role of women in today's modern China, and mm-hmm. also a little bit about her own personal history. 
But after she passed, I basically came into possession of all her old writing. Oh, wow. Including all her old travel logs, which date back to when China first opened up to the West in the late 1970s. Um, so she, it's fascinating because on one level, it's very much a travel log, very much about how China has evolved over the last few decades, but mm -hmm. it's also about her own personal history. She left China at a very young age when the communists took power. So coming back to China, reconnecting with people she hadn't seen in 30, 40 years is also sort of a powerful story in of itself. So I'm mm -hmm. hoping to be able to maybe edit it a little bit and maybe we can do something with it. You know, that's really powerful you share that because I feel like, um, oh, by the way, I'm sorry about the loss of your mom. Um, I feel like you're almost a detective. You're uncovering a person that you didn't know everything about, and it's so fascinating. And what a gift to have those, you know, letters and all that information. Yeah, I think so. You know, it's funny growing up, you know, as a kid, you don't necessarily, you're not necessarily paying attention to this kind of thing. But, no, uh, of course not. You know, Reading some of these stories, you say, oh, yeah, I remember that auntie. She came over when I was, like, seven years old and lived with us for a while. I had no idea that she did all this other stuff as well back in China. <laughs> right. So it, it, it's connecting the dots for sure. Now, where can people find out more about you? Um, best place to go would be my author website, which is holinauthor.com. Uh, Holin author is one word. And I do uh, recommend if anybody is a writer themselves, and they would like to try and submit something, I, I welcome submissions to the uh, literary magazine I work for, Caveat Lecture, which is uh, caveat-lector.org. Okay. I feel like I've heard of this magazine. Was it in Poets and Writers, by any chance? Uh, yes, we have a listing there, yeah. I thought so, yes. Sound familiar. Holin, thank you so much for calling in the show. This has been wonderful. Happy holidays, and uh, best of luck with all your projects. Yeah, thanks, and I really appreciate you having me on board. My pleasure. Have a great day. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. That was author Ho Lin talking about his debut novel, China Girl, and if you missed any part of it, everything is up on my show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. If you want to find out about being a guest, all you have to do is send me an email to Janine, J-A-N-E-A-N-E, at kuci.org, and uh, also you can follow me on Twitter, at moms, M-O-M-Z, underscore rock. I'm going to play an interview I did with director Thomas Morgan. He spoke to me about his film called Sufra, and it was in collaboration with executive producer Susan Sarandon. 